This is Lance Howard. Welcome back to the Healing Voice Podcast. This episode is titled Bible Redefined. Does God have a name? In season two, episode four, I introduced Bible Redefined and though that project is always being updated on the website, I haven't been able to share any of it on the podcast. So this is the first installment of Bible Redefined on the name of God and what it means for you and I. This document is titled, I Am, Exodus chapter 3. And on the title page, you'll see a quote from Rene Descartes, I think, therefore I am. And underneath it, you'll see a quote from myself. It says, I am, therefore I think, is more like it. Being precedes thinking. I thought that was interesting because one cannot think unless one is. Therefore, the statement, I think, therefore I am, is just out of order. Being precedes thinking. I am, therefore I think, is the proper order of things in all of nature. The reason why I am is so important is, in this case, in this example of Bible Redefined, I'm retranslating Exodus chapter 3, particularly verses 13 through 15. And right before these verses, there's a well-known character by the name of Moses who is a shepherd and is following his sheep up a mountain and... He notices a burning bush, and it turns out that this bush is a sort of representation of God, and God tells Moses that he is sending Moses to the people of Israel who are slaves in Egypt. And the verses normally read something like this. Moses said to God, Behold, when I come to the children of Israel and Say to them, the God of your fathers sent me to you, and they say to me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? And God said to Moses, I am that I am. And he said, So you will say to the children of Israel, I am has sent me to you. And God said further to Moses, You shall say to them, the God of your fathers, God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever, and this is my memorial unto all generations. A Bible Redefined was in season two. It was episode four of season two, titled Bible Redefined. It's not what you think it is or what you've been told. And so, finally, I'm going to verbally present a passage of my work and many of these passages have already been published at lancehoward.net on the Bible Redefined page the one I'm reading 
or I am about to read to you now is already published there. So you will be able to go to landtower.net, click on Bible Redefined, scroll down to the bottom and you'll see the list of verses that have been retranslated. You will see I am Exodus 3 as the title. It should be the very first one. And then you can read along with what I'm about to read now. Exodus 3, 13 through 15. This is the THB version. Moshe said to the multifaceted God of gods, the supporting and unified yet diverse self of selves. When I go to the sons and daughters of Israel, those who contend with God, and say to them, the power of your fathers has sent me to you. And they say, what is his name? What is the nature of his fame and reputation? What is its quality of existence, light, sound, essence, and energy? How should I answer them? The Most High Consciousness said to Moshe, Ahaya Ashar Ahaya, I am the true I am. I am being always. I am because I am and am that I am, the one true self behind, supporting, within, and giving selfhood to all. So you will say to them, the one I am has sent me to you to affirm solemnly the one true self and source of every self said to Moshe, you shall tell the children of Israel, those who are willing to contend with and for true identity, the I am. You will say to them, Ahaya, meaning the first and greatest power of your true self in existence. The first and greatest power of your true self in existence of your fathers. The power and true self of Abraham, the power and true self behind Isaac, the power and true self supporting Jacob has sent me to you. I am is the source, the identity by which they were willing to leave everything they ever knew, were willing to face every trouble and make every sacrifice to accomplish their divine purpose entangled with divine purpose. This is my fame, my reputation, my essence, my energy, and the reason I am who I am and do what I do forever, throughout, and for the generations. And that is the end of the translation of Exodus 3, verses 13 through 15. As you listen to it, there are undoubtedly some parts that may seem confusing, but if you listen and and also read it at the same time, you will see certain words are capitalized and certain words are not. So for example, when I read the sentence that said, I am as the source, the identity, there's a capital I, by which they were willing to leave everything they ever knew, were willing to face every trouble and make every sacrifice to accomplish their divine purpose entangled with divine purpose. So you heard divine purpose twice, but what you can't see is that the second time 
you see divine purpose, it's in capital letters. So it's saying these individuals have a divine purpose. They are sent. And that divine purpose, which the individual has, is entangled with the one and only divine purpose. Being able to sense that and see it and read it and in some way ingest and digest it is very important to understanding how the ancient scriptures work. Because when we read certain things in English, we don't even realize how far over our heads it actually is. When we read I am that I am in English, we have no clue just how high and deep and wide and multidimensional the sentence is. So, also in the document, you'll see some commentary, and I'm just going to read the commentary directly to you. And I may add a little, but for the most part, I will try to just stick to reading it. In our normal English translation, it says, I am the God of Abraham. That means the power and self that supports Abraham. The power and self behind Isaac. The power and self supporting Jacob has sent me to you. Okay, this is what Moses is telling the people. The I am is the power and self of our fathers. The power and self that supported them and was behind them gave them the strength to do the things that they did. That power and self is now sending me to you. This immediately requires the listener to understand that Ahaya, which is the Hebrew term and name of the being we call God, Ahaya, it means I am. Ahaya, is the greatest power of your truest self. That is a loaded sentence. But that's why you're here. Bible Redefined is to help understand who and what God is and who and what it means to be human. Ahaya, the being we have called God, is the greatest power of your truest self. Ahaya is the power and self-supporting Moses and supported Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. I am is the source, the identity by which he was willing to leave everything he knew, was willing to face every trouble and make every sacrifice to accomplish his divine purpose. And you see that in each of those men's stories and those are only a few of the people who have these stories. There have been many, many, many people throughout history who found the source of power that fueled their identity and purpose as the great I am. They knew the great I am was that, that source, that power and that one true self that empowered them to move forward no matter what the circumstances. Okay. In the introduction to his translation, The Complete Jewish Bible, 
David H. Stern explains how the third of the Ten Commandments says the name of God was not to be used in vain or casually. This commandment was taken so seriously that it was considered transgressive to say the name of God at all. However, in the 6th to 9th centuries, a group of translators called the Masoretes developed a system of notation for recording the vowels that are used when reading the consonantal text of the Tanakh, which we now call the Old Testament. They decided they did not want to write down the actual vowels to be used in pronouncing the name of God in order to avoid using it in vain. So they inserted the word and the vowel points <clears throat> for Adonai, which is translated as Lord or my Lord, instead of using the vowel points for the true name. This means the terms Adonai, Lord, and Jehovah are not the proper names because they are the results of vowel points that have been inserted by the Masoret translators due to their religious and traditional superstition that if you said the true name, you would be guilty of disobeying the third commandment. Furthermore, more than mere displacement of vowels, these three terms are completely different from the original. All of this is common knowledge amongst translators, but is accepted rather than challenged. The point is, is that the translators have made it clear that this is the case, that they changed the vowel points. This is not a secret. And the main thing that I would like to point out is that the name of the being we call God is Ahaya, which translates to I am. Every time the man who we today call Jesus, okay, I call him Yeshaya. I'll explain that in a different episode as to how that name has um, been polluted, I think I'll say. Every time Yeshaya says, I am the door, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life, I am the light, etc., etc., he's referring back to Exodus 3, the name of God. I am is Ahia. And when Ahia revealed himself to Moses, that was uh, it was just an amazing point in history and it it's it's huge because it led to the exodus of of the israelites and a, a whole host of other things historically happened after that point but the revealing of the name is huge this becomes evident if you read the text in greek in which what I'm referring to being evident is that when Yeshaya or Jesus says, I am, if you read that in Greek, you see two words, ego, a me, or ego, a me, which immediately translates as I, I. It's, it, ego means I and a me means I. So you have I, I back to back. When he says I am, it is literally translated I, I, or I exist, or I am. So those, those are three ways to translate ego a me, or ego a me. 
In English, we only see I am, but in Greek, you would see ego eimi. And the, the original mind, the original Greek mind or ancient person of that day would see or think or hear I, I, or I exist, or I am. This is the same translation as the Hebrew word Ahaya. So when Jesus or Yeshaya says, I am, he's not merely stating his own condition, he's stating a reality. When you say I, I, you're stating a reality. When you say I exist, you're stating a reality. When you say I am, you're stating a reality. This is just the power of language that we are so accustomed to and ignorant of that we don't realize what we're saying. We think I am is just something that we're saying to explain what we're doing and how we're feeling. That's fine, but it's extremely simple. It's extremely sophomoric. It's extremely immature. The words I am, listen to the words I am. That is a sentence in and of itself. When you say I am, you're stating a, a not merely a condition, you're stating a reality. And it is more accurate to translate I am or ego a me. It is more accurate to translate it as I am is. Ego a me. I am the door is more accurately translated as I am is the door because it's a reality. I am is a reality. So I am is the door. I am is the way. I am is the truth. I am is the life. I am is the light. And we know this is completely accurate because the great I am said, this is my name. I am. I am therefore definitely is the door and the way and the truth and the life. This is a huge mental hurdle for many people because when they, because religious indoctrination has led us to believe that every time Jesus says, I am anything, that he's equating himself as the only one. And uh, that's simply not true. It's, and it's easy to see how inconsistent that is because there are places where he says his followers uh, will do greater things than him. So how could it be that he would say, how could it be that he would equate himself as the only one, but then say his followers could do the same things and greater things? And how is it now, now that we can link the sentence I am to the very name of the one true self or the one true being, which we call God, You see, it's just a much larger reality. I am is a reality that every person holds. 
every person holds the reality of I amness. Every person is a conscious being. God is the one true, original, most powerful, most high consciousness. And you are also conscious. You are also consciousness, which is why you walk around saying, I am, and I am, and I'm doing this, and I'm doing that, and I am, I am. You are consciousness of consciousness, which is why you have the full birthright to say, I am. I am the door equals I am is the door. I am the way equals I am is the way. They are synonymous. They are exactly the same. Speaking the words I am has an intentional state of heart-brain coherence, and we are given the coded language of this doorway to change. God revealed it. The one that we call Jesus demonstrated it, and today we are challenged to use this powerful code to transcend the limiting beliefs that keep us from experiencing the deepest truth of our existence. What I just read is a quote from Greg Braden in his book, The Wisdom Codes, on page 163. I'm going to read it again. Speaking the words, I am, from an intentional state of heart-brain coherence, we are given the coded language of this doorway to change. God revealed it. Jesus demonstrated it. And today we are challenged to use this powerful code to transcend the limiting beliefs that keep us from experiencing the deepest truth of our existence. And finally, near the bottom of the document, uh, there's a section called Concentration, and it says, I am is the state of existence, the state of existence, the state of pure mind and pure self. I am is the state of existence, the state of pure mind and pure self. You possess this. Every thought you think and word you speak has this power within it and behind it. Choose your thoughts and words carefully because they are creative. What and how you think, what and how you speak creates your reality. Pure mind is unbiased and brings about whatever you choose or that which you wholeheartedly believe, think, and say. This is the power and the truth of I am. Because I am is what God is. And apparently you are so interlinked and intertangled with that that you cannot separate the two. This is the nature of I am. This is the nature of God's name. And you carry it with you every day, all day. Welcome to Bible Redefined. Thanks for listening to the Healing Voice Podcast. Feel free to email me at thvtv at protonmail.com. If you have the time, I would recommend going back to Season 2, Episode 4, and listening to the original presentation on Bible Redefined. It totally opens up the purpose of this project that I'm doing, why I'm doing it, how I got started, and why it's important for you and I and even the world to understand what the words from this ancient book are actually meaning rather than what 
religious dogma has told us and conditioned us to believe about the book, which also fuels the way we see ourselves and the way we see one another. You do have free access to a limited amount of Bible Redefined um, under a free membership on the website, which is lancehoward.net. So at the website, you can sign up for a free membership, which gives you limited access to Bible Redefined. If you want complete access to the total library of Bible Redefined, so as I'm reading these passages and explaining them, you have access to all of it and can read along as well, then you will need a paid membership for that. The website is lancehoward.net. You just have to join the website and pay for it. It is very, very affordable. I do believe that uh, the work of Bible Redefined is completely life-changing and can set minds free from every ounce of limiting beliefs. And uh, that is separating our true human nature from the dogmatic viewpoints that we hold in, in the world, the religiously dogmatic viewpoints that we hold in the world. And that is a larger problem than I think we understand, but that's why Bible Redefined exists. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Again, feel free to email me if you have questions or if you would like to um, see uh, a translation done that I have not done yet. Please don't hesitate to let me know. Thank you. Bye.